Josephine Sheriff. I am one of 12 participants of the 2022 NETFA Leadership Program. NETFA stands for the National Education Toolkit for Female Genital Mutilation, Caught in Circumcision, FGMC for short. This podcast was produced in Ghana land. I pay my respects to the elders, both past and present. I also value their past and present ongoing connection with their land and cultural belief. This podcast contains important stories and conversation about female genital mutilation, circumcision or cutting. Some listeners may find this triggering. Support is available on NETFAR website. Please go to netfar.com.au. In today's podcast, I will be interviewing Bandanya. We will be discussing cultural and religious beliefs or stigma that she experienced from her peer. Bandanya will not be joining us in person today. Instead, her voice will be read by a voice actor would you like to introduce yourself? My name is Badanya. I was born in Liberia, escaped war in Liberia and went to Sierra Leone, and later went to Guinea to stay with my grandma and auntie. We spent a lot of time in Guinea in refugee camps before migrating to Australia in 2008. I have three children, one born in Guinea, a girl, and two boys in Australia. I used to live in South Australia, but have moved to Queensland. I moved to Queensland because the weather here is like the weather in Africa, and I was missing that a lot. Can you please tell listeners why this practice was performed on you, Bandanya? How old were you and the country where this practice took place? I have no idea. I was 12 years old, living with my grandma and auntie in a refugee camp outside Freetown, Sierra Leone. As a child in my culture, you must listen to and respect every decision made by your elders. All I can say is that my auntie told me, after the practice was done, that it was a cultural belief that every girl child that has to reach the maturity stage should be circumcised. I felt hurt, pain, traumatized, and angry. But I had no choice because I was a child. And according to them, it was a cultural norm. Secondly, I did not know the whereabouts of my late mom by then, as we were separated during the war in Liberia. But again, I don't know whether my mother would have had any decision in that matter. Can you... Please explain to listeners how you felt after the procedure. I felt furious, frustrated, traumatized, particularly when my auntie told me she had no regret for making me go through that horrible procedure. According to her, she went through it, my grandma went through it, so every female member of my family must go through it. As I grew older, I realized my human rights were violated 
because my auntie should have waited for me to grow enough to decide whether I want to go through the procedure or not. I felt my auntie force their cultural beliefs on me by making me go through female circumcision, which I will never put my children through, because there is no social or medical benefit. Rather, there is pain, scars, and trauma from their so-called beliefs. So, um, Bandanya, what happened when you arrive in Australia with all the checks with the medical professionals, especially when you became pregnant? This must be different from your first bathing experience in your home country. What was your experience with the medical professionals? When I arrived in Australia, my first encounter with a health professional was when I went for my first cervical screening with my GP. That was where they started asking me about the scars down there. This question keeps coming up throughout my pregnancy journey. But I have never given any explanation of this question to any medical professional. Because I did not want to bring back bad memories to me. It was in the past now. Also, it is taboo in my culture to discuss female circumcision with women who have not embarked on that journey. You cannot talk to men about it either. With this fear in mind, not to talk about the scars, I sometimes feel overwhelmed, anxious, and will skip my antenatal appointment. Come to think of it, I have lost relationships because of not sharing my experience in that space. To be honest with you, I did not experience any medical doctors, nurses, or male partners asking any of these personal questions in my home country. So, this was an overwhelming moment for me. This made me feel ashamed, angry, traumatized, frustrated, negative reaction every time I think about it. Also, I didn't know whether it was appropriate to let the doctors or nurses know that this question was not going down well with me, for fear that they might refuse to look after me. This has been a difficult journey for me throughout my pregnancy, you know? Bandanya, I'm so sorry for that you have been through with the medical professionals. And this brings me to my next question. Why do you want to talk about it now? Because I have found Australia to be a safe place to discuss this topic. After I have learned through research and from a privileged conversation with friends from other countries with similar experiences, that it is not taboo to talk about female circumcision in Australia. I have had memories of the past that will make me have a sleepless night, feeling depressed and anxious in the morning, which I never thought it was because of that harmful experience, until after talking to a few women with similar experiences in that journey. This has given me a lot of confidence to share my experience with you, and I am appealing to all FGMC survivors not to let their child or children go through this traumatic experience in the name of religion or cultural beliefs. There is no social, cultural, or medical benefit, but a human right abuse. Therefore, let us start having an open conversation about this practice, 
to raise awareness about the effect of FGMC and to put an end to the practice. So what have you done in terms of seeking support in Australia, Bandanya? Have you ever tried to go for counselling, particularly when you talk about having flashbacks and sleepless nights or anxiety? To be honest with you, I have never asked for help. Is there any help? Where can I get this support to put closure to this trauma? There are support services available in Australia. For example, you can go to netfa.com.au or the Forum of Australia Services for Survivors of Tortured and Trauma. Their website is www.fawsdt.org.au. This episode of the NETFA podcast was supported by the Multicultural Centre for Women's Health and the African Women's Federation of South Australia. We discuss important stories and conversations about female genital mutilation, circumcision or cutting. Support is available on the NETFA website. Please go to netfa.com.au. Thank you for listening. Hey, 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 hey.